When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Hey, Laura. It's Wednesday again. Here we are. Here we are back again, and this time with a guest. We do have a guest. I'm so excited. I know. I feel like it's been a minute. It has been a minute. So, um, but first, Steph and I are going to chat for a little bit before we bring her on, but we are excited to have her, but we're going to give you a little bit of our, what's been going on in our lives the last week, but um, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm just ready to record. I mean, after work today was so busy. I was like, I have to get my workout in right after work. And then I hadn't even talked to Jordan yet. So I talked to him and I'm like, my roommate has a, has a dog trainer over and so I was like, well, I can't eat in the kitchen. So I got to go grab pokey really quick. And I came back and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to record for like two to three hours tonight. Let's do it. <laughs> I know we have a lot to record tonight, but um, it's going to be a good one. I'm, yes. I'm confident. <laughs> I agree. Well, I think we need to do our weekly reminder because we have gotten a few more um, signups since sharing last week about our meetup at the college. Colony Colony Wine Merchant in Anaheim on Saturday, November 5th from 12 to 3 p.m. It is a private event. Registration is required. You can just go click the link in our bio. It'll take you to the registration page. You just Venmo um, the $15 for the ticket to Laura. She has her Venmo information on there. That ticket includes charcuterie and snacks. Drinks are also available for purchase. Obviously, there will be wine. There will also be non-alcoholic drinks. So um, bring a friend, ride solo. Everyone's welcome. Um, We can't wait to see you there. And I can't believe like how... We're like two weeks away. It's coming up. Yes. Like I feel like you're going to go on your trip, come back, and it's going to be the the meetup. By the time I think this airs, I think we're like just a little over two weeks away. So um, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Looking forward to it. And um, the link should also be in the description of this episode. So... Click it, so, sign up. Can't wait excited. to see you all there. Absolutely. Laura, how was your weekend? What'd Oof. you do? Oh my God. I know, I know what you did on Saturday because I was there. I know. We finally got to <laughs> hang out. I know. Uh, that wasn't just like either to record or go get our hair done. I feel like I feel like every time we see each other, it's like with something specific in mind. Like it's either for a party, which we never hang out at the at the parties. <laughs> like you and I, I feel like we don't even hang no, out. No, we like do our own thing. And then getting our hair done or something that has to do with the podcast. Like <laughs> very rarely do we get to just like hang out. So yes. Um, no, but Friday I went to um Oktoberfest. It was one of our friends. It was her birthday um last week. So we did a little double date to do Oktoberfest um here at one of our local spots that Jeff's been going there for Oktoberfest like his entire life. So 
um we were getting it it's their last last year was supposed to be the last year but this year's really supposed to be the last year so um but it was fun it was a little different it wasn't like the same vibe as always but we still had a really good time and then um saturday was the the big day i'm always looking forward to is a day down at sea legs which is this awesome like beach bar it's basically a bar with live music um on the, the sand. beach bar though so it's all on the sand yeah it's like just i to me it's just like the perfect like vision of why we live in socal why we live by the beach and like i don't know how else to describe it but just being there with like all my friends and family with live music and drinks and it's just like my favorite day so it was I'll, so fun. It was all just asked now. So how was your first sea legs experience? It was so much <laughs> fun. I feel like, so my personality just like asks so many questions if I like don't know how something's going to be. So yeah. I feel like all week, I was asking Laura questions all, all week. week long. Like yes. I was like, do we need to bring anything? Where do we park? Is parking cost money? Oh, Jordan's friend's off work. Can we bring Jordan's friend? Is there room for Jordan? Like I was like <laughs> rolling out the questions like all week long, just because I had no idea what to expect. And I'm like, it was so much fun. I had the best time. I'm so glad you did. Um, I know it's like always one of those things where it's like, I've hyped it up for like so many years. <laughs> I don't know. Like, but it's just, it really is one of my favorite activities to do with like a group of my favorite people. And, um, you know, I have my love for my yacht rock band Yachty by nature. So I just like love to share this experience with people who haven't experienced it. And, um, but yeah, we did like a full day. We got down there at like noon and I think Yachty by nature started at two. They played till about five. And then, um, another band came redneck rodeo, um, I actually have no idea what time they played until I know you guys left around. What time did you guys leave at? Like seven, seven thirty. Oh, okay. Because we left, we ended up leaving around. It was probably around eight fifteen because we wanted to go get dinner, and the place we wanted to go to closed at nine. So we were like, got a haul ass. So we walked down there and uh, went and had dinner, and then we knocked out by like it was like nine thirty, nine forty five when we were back in our hotel room, and we were just like zonked out. <laughs> so um but it was fun and then like it was a lot of a, so my cousin uh one of my cousins they always stay down there like every time we do this they always stay at like just the little hotel like five minute walk away and um we had because I was gonna my mom was gonna be watching Penny I had told Jeff like a month or two ago I was like well why don't we book a hotel if we decide like we don't want to use it like we can get rid of it. But since somebody's watching Penny, like might be just something fun to do. Um, so it was funny. Cause like, as we were laying in bed, we're like, it's so early. We could have just Ubered home. Like, this is so stupid, <laughs> but the room was already paid for. So it was like, whatever. Um, but there's one of our favorite breweries, which I think we talked about in last week or week before his episode yep. green cheek, they just opened a location right by there. And it is like the coolest spot best vibe they have like a little rooftop and like part of the rooftop has a little bit of an ocean view but um so and they serve brunch there they have like a breakfast not like a brunch menu but like they serve like a breakfast sandwich and a breakfast burrito kind of thing and they'll do mimosas and um so like we thought it was just going to be like me and jeff and then like one of my cousins and then but we sent it all in a group text and the next thing you know it was like 
part two of Saturday. Like everybody showed up, like there was so many people and um, Jeff and I were like the first to leave. We were there for like a couple of hours and we were like, dude, we'll end up sitting here like drinking all day day and we can't do that. And we have to go get Penny. And so, but then like four hours later, we got a text that like, they stayed there till like three o'clock. Then they went back to sea legs. There was like, oh my gosh, six of my six of them like went back to sea legs for reggae Sunday and were like hanging out there. So like they kept the party going. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't do that. But um, we just instead went back home and had a pool day and watched the shitty Rams game. <laughs> Man, it was a rough weekend for football. <sighs> it really was. But uh, sucks. There was, oh, thank God. I mean, Rams <laughs> wouldn't have a chance if the whole division didn't suck. <laughs> but uh, I just had the best. Like, so there's typically you don't like a lot of times you'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like, I have tomorrow off or whatever. Or, oh, I thought it was Sunday, but it's really Saturday. Like, you know those feelings. But I legit forgot that I had a three day weekend. Like, it never crossed my mind once over the weekend. Like, I truly. I literally screamed on Sunday night. It was like 7.30 and a notification popped up from my work Outlook calendar saying like recharge day, like the next day or whatever. And I literally screamed and I was like about to cry. I was like, because I was just exhausted. Like we had just a long weekend of partying and being out with our friends and stuff. Like I just like knew there was so much I needed to do to like start prepping for my trip and doing laundry and going shopping and stuff. And it was just like the best feeling ever. <laughs> it was I the best surprise. It's so. probably a good thing that you didn't remember it till Sunday though, or you probably would have stayed at Green Shake until three and gone to back to sea. It's a good, <laughs> a good point. I did want to go. I wanted, I really wanted to watch the Rams game though. So I probably wouldn't have wanted to go back to sea legs, but um, yeah, no, you're totally right. Jeff might've tried to veto, but I was just like, oh my gosh, I was like starting to kind of Sunday scaries were setting in and I was just, it was the best news ever. And then I love. I got to just enjoy because Jeff went into the office. So I like went to Target to pick up some things for my trip and just ran some errands and I went to the movies by myself. I went and saw that movie bros and yeah, it was just like a nice like day of just kind of taking care of business and doing my own thing. I love those days. I love those days too. They are the best. Yeah. So how was your weekend? My weekend was good. We um, ended up going, there was a big high school. So California doesn't have like, it's not a huge high school football state, like some of the Southern states, but the number one and number two teams in the country happen to be in Southern California. So it was a big game on um, Friday night. It was modern day versus St. John Bosco. And it was a big deal. Like they were having it, they were supposed to have it at SoFi. And then we read that some of the parents were complaining about having to go to SoFi. So they moved it to the Santa Ana stadium, like kind of in downtown Santa Ana. That's and so funny. That's- Cause that's where it's usually at. But I'm like, I would think like if your kid was like having this like big, like I would think that'd be like a dream to be able to like, and they could have, have your had, kids think, go play at SoFi. I think I read that they were supposed to, uh, if they had it at SoFi, they could have held, um, they were going to hold it to 20,000 um, spectators. And at the Santa Ana stadium that they had it at, I think it was like eight or 9,000. So they could have had double the fans. Oh yeah. Cause too. it's not that the Santa Ana stadium it's at, it's not like anything that big or grand. So no. 
Um, but that was a lot of fun. So it was a big deal. Um, they didn't have tickets go on sale until Monday. So Jordan was like on there, like trying to get tickets on Monday and got them. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. We did have like a parking ordeal that was so annoying. So I was like, (laughs) I don't know if it's going to be like the clear bag thing. Like there was like no information on like where to park clear bags, whatever. So we knew that there was like a parking structure nearby. And so I had my phone with me. And like, he had the keys and then I gave him like my ID and my credit card. And that like, that was it. That's all I had. And all he had was like his phone, what he was holding of mine. um, And then his ID and credit card. So we go to pull into the parking thing and it's like $5 cash only. And we're like, crap, we can't park here. We got to go find a different parking structure. Go to another one. Same thing. $5 cash only. We're like, crap, pull into a third structure. It's like the courthouse thing. And it says, Closes at nine. Your car will be locked in overnight if you Mm -hmm. leave it here past nine. And we're like, where are we going to park? Like, neither (laughs) of us even have a debit card to, like, go pull out money anywhere because all we brought was, like, who uses cash, you know? Um, So we were like, well, we're just going to play dumb and, like, pull into one of those parking lots and then be like, what? Oh, man. Like, we don't have cash. And, like, hopefully they'll be nice or whatever. Well, it's not that she wasn't nice, but she was like, sorry, like, you don't got cash. Yeah. So she like gave us the little ticket and we went to go turn around to leave. And we were like waiting forever behind this one car that was also trying to leave apparently. And like the lady was just taking like forever with them. And we were like, dude, it was like 10 minutes of like waiting for this car in front of us to leave. Then it's finally our turn and we pull up and we hand her our ticket. And she's like, that'll be a dollar. And I'm like, oh no. I'm like, (laughs) we just like we just um we just pulled in and you know she told us it's cash only and we didn't have cash so she said we have to leave so she gave us this ticket so that we can leave and this girl was like the dumbest most unhelpful <laughs> worst employee ever like just didn't want to help like she was just standing there like what are you going to do like it's either a dollar or you can't leave and i'm like like she's not saying that but, like, where am i like, going to get a dollar that i don't have yeah and so i was like trying to explain to her i was like the girl like she gave us this ticket and told us we had to leave like we don't have money and she's like oh like she just like not comprehending at all and I'm like you need to like talk to the girl and she's like you can go talk to her I'm like are you freaking kidding me so I put my car in park and I got out of my car out of the driver's side and I marched over there and I talked to the lady and like the thank god the manager was standing right there because he like was super cool. Like he's like, what happened? And, it, and then he walked right over and he's kind of tuning me out at that point. Cause I'm like, dude, train your people. Like yeah, if anybody should go over there, it should be her, you know? Anyways, we got out of the parking garage. Oh no, we didn't get out of the parking garage. So what ended up happening? Cause we were like, we're going to be screwed. We're going to have to go all the way back to your house, get a debit card. <laughs> and by that time the game's going to start. So um, Jordan like got out of the car. He was like scoping people out and he's like, that couple looks nice. And so he like walked up to this couple really nice, like with his phone out, like his Venmo was open already. And he's like, Hey, like, do you have five bucks on you? Like I'll Venmo, whatever. And um, they gave him five bucks and he's like, okay, like what's your Venmo? And they're like, no, it's cool. I was like, Jordan, you better pay it forward to somebody else because they literally just saved the day right there. That was like just a nice little so Act then kindness. did you guys even have to leave the lot or you guys just parked so in that we, lot? We left that lot because we were both like pretty irritated. <laughs> yeah. With like the whole thing. And we just went to the other um lot that we were going to park at and just paid there. Um, oh, okay. So it was fine. The game was a lot of fun. Um, 
big time fans. Like it was just a blast. Like it's been a while since I've been to a high school football game period, but I've never been to a high school football game like that. It yeah. Was so it's, much fun. It's another level. It's like going to a college football game. It was. Yeah. So that was a blast. Um, modern day one, um, Saturday, like Laura said, we did the Yachty by nature at the beach, which was a blast. One of Jordan's friends came with us and it was just like a day in the sun of way too much drinking, way too much, way too much fun. (laughs) I don't know how I wasn't hungover on Saturday. Oh, I was hurting a little bit on Sunday. Well, yeah, Jeff and I both woke up and we were like, is it because we like went to bed so early? Like what's going on? (laughs) Cause we literally drank all day like because Jeff was like I bought like we just went through buckets of beers and then you bought a bottle of wine and then we were drinking (laughs) wine and then I was just like well I should feel really bad right now and I don't (laughs) oh yeah I was I was drinking seltzers all day long and then there's just something about like once it's nighttime it's like it it means wine time so I was like I gotta get a bottle of wine (laughs) and so then I started drinking wine and then I went to bed at like whatever time we got home. Like I went to bed at like nine yeah. and I woke up in the morning, just like, not like super hungover, just like, you know, when you're like dehydrated, like you yep. just want to like guzzle, like an entire Stanley cup of water, Stanley <laughs> cup of water. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's how I was feeling. So I was hurting a little bit, but I rallied, um, definitely feeling 35 that morning, but, uh-huh. um, we had plans to make chili. So made chili, um, Jordan's friend his friend like works a lot so we don't see him all the time so when he gets a weekend off like he's just like hey what are you guys doing what are you guys doing so he ended (laughs) up like being with us almost the whole weekend so he came over and we just had a lazy day watching football so that was nice like that's kind of been our like every Sunday for the past like three or four weeks and I love it honestly I think that's what I kind of like about football season is we just tend to kind of not make Sunday plans. Like, sure, there's things that do come up here and there, but, like, we really do try to just make it a day of just, like, being at home and watching football. Exactly. Like, that is the plan. The plan is to not Uh have a plan. So, love that. And it's, like, full-on sports central right now because October means, like, because hockey came back today and playoff baseball has started and football is here so it's just like sports are on 24 7 in our house and Jeff like is in heaven (laughs) yes I agree well let's get into some wellness updates do you have any weight loss surgery updates for us at all no not really um so we leave for Cabo this weekend we get back the following weekend, and then that Monday um, is my telecall with the nurse. So I'm hoping after I have that call, fingers crossed, I have some guidance from that. I have no idea what to expect. I don't know anything of what to expect. I just know there's a lot of steps I can't take until I do that call. So um, yeah, it was like, your call's at 745, but be ready to, they can call up to 30 minutes before or 30 minutes after. I'm like, oh man, my first Monday back to work and they're going to be calling me at 7 a.m. But I just wanted, <laughs> like, I didn't know how long it would take. I just wanted to make sure I didn't have the distraction of work. So I just wanted to make it before work. And that was like the only date they had available for this month. So. And I love um, how they, how like, if you had a doctor's appointment, like you have to be there at the time for your doctor's appointment, right? Like, who do they think that, do they think they're like direct TV or something? They're like, oh, we're going to give you... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we'll be there between 7 a.m. and yeah. 11 a.m. No, I know. I'm just like, or just call me at 745. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. Oh, that's so, crazy. Hopefully then um, after that, I'll start having a little more momentum and have some more updates. But Exciting. yeah, so not much else other than that. So what about you? How'd that first full week of macros go? First full week went really good. I um I actually felt like like I was kind of stressing about the macros a little bit just because like I get really overwhelmed having to like learn something new and like yeah. it's not just learning something new. It's also finding foods that like fit into that and it's just everything. And so I thought I was going to be more overwhelmed than I was and I, it was just clicking like it's it's not that hard to like figure out, you know, protein, carbs and fat. Like it's not that difficult. Um, I was more so having difficulty, like eating enough of each of those things. Yeah. Um, but feeling full. So that's the crazy thing about it. Um, I sent her my screenshots at the end of the week and she's like, you're actually doing really good. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah. Like she didn't have a whole lot of feedback and she's like, just kind of pay attention. Cause she's like, most of the days you were really good. Some of the days you were like a little, um, under or a little over. And she's like, just try to pay attention to the days where like you are super on track with your macros And then figure out why, like, did you have a really heavy protein filled breakfast that day? And that's why, or did you have like a protein shake or proteins, like snacks and stuff. And so she was just kind of like trying to, to have me start paying attention to like habits and, um, and patterns that I do. And I like that about the lose it app too. It -hmm. does like some of the patterns that it pops up are ridiculous. It's like, we've detected a pattern and it's coffee every day. It's like, yes, I know. Yeah, no, I've had that with like. (laughs) when I would be doing really good and it would be like, it's great. You're able, like, we have a pattern that you've lost weight having fries every week. I'm like, yeah, just because I have fries once a week doesn't mean that's a good thing. And that's a pattern (laughs) I should learn to keep. (laughs) We've detected a pattern. Um, so yeah, I did really well. The only, okay. So this is another thing I'm struggling with. Um, just with like anything else I've tried, which is like, mostly I'm going to mostly blame Weight Watchers. Like I was so like, if I'm going to lose weight on Weight Watchers, like I have to stick to it exactly and like has to fit in my plan. And if I meal prep, I have to use my meal prep and blah, blah, blah. So I've always been like that. So I'm like trying, she's trying to like teach me to like not be like that. Like that, those are the reasons why you end up failing is because you don't allow flexibility for yourself. And you, you know, so she's like trying to break those or get me to break those. So yeah. And it's like, if I was on Weight Watchers right now, and I had meal prepped my, you know, burrito bowls for the week and I was craving pokey. There's no way in hell I'd get pokey. I'd eat that burrito bowl because even if I didn't want it and it was going to make me sick because it was the fourth day of it, I was still going to eat it because I prepped it and that's what I tracked my thing as, you know? So I yeah. had a serious craving for a pokey bowl one night last week and just like practiced allowing myself to like lean into my cravings versus restrict and deprive myself. So um, did that just like started practicing making like simple switches. Like I would normally get all the crunchy toppings. Like I do the tempura crunch and the fried garlic and the fried, you know, and it's like, okay, well maybe just don't get those. And then even the sauce, like I'm a huge spicy mayo person. And I was like, maybe try, you know, so I was like, well, try another sauce and see how much you like it. So I told her that like in my end of the week, like wrap up thing, Uh I was like all proud of myself for like making better choices or whatever. And she's like, you know, it's okay. Like if you want, like if you're craving, if you like the spicy mayo, if you're craving this spicy mayo, if you like those crunchy toppings, she's like, some of those things might not actually be as bad as you think they are. 
but we're yeah. so trained to think they're bad. And she's like, just try it one time, like try a bowl, how you would normally get it. And she's like, see what it ends up being. And then you decide like, if that's worth it to you, if yeah. that can fit into your day or not. So it's really, really like interesting seeing like how my mindset's like starting to shift and it's, it's weird. It's bizarre because my mindset has always been either. I just don't think at all. And I just eat or I am like, so restrictive, like WW, I can only eat like eggs and chicken and fish because there's zero points. And yeah, it's just like bizarre to have like this brand new mindset, um, coming into play. So I was a little nervous for, for the weekend. And she knew that like my main thing that I was nervous about was, um, the beach on Saturday. I'm like, yeah. I know I'm going to drink a lot. Like I don't have to drink the rest of the week, but like, I'm going to be at the beach for hours. Like, I know I'm going to drink a lot at the beach and she's like, do it like loose track, whatever, just do it. Like, see what happens, you know? And yeah. so I tracked everything. Like I was proud of myself because like my, I just know this is like a starting to click and be like starting to become a habit where I'm not having to think as much about it because I'm like making choices that I wouldn't have made two, three weeks ago, you know, like yeah. we went to a taco truck for dinner at the game on Friday and Jordan got a California burrito with garlic fries in it. I'm like, I totally would have gotten that three weeks ago, but instead yeah. I got the protein bowl, which was still, it was like everything but the tortilla, you know, yeah. and the fries. Um, And then like brought stuff again to his house and made like a big breakfast on Saturday so that we went into the beach bowl <laughs> And you know what's funny about like when you, because you got the bowl instead and it's like, yeah, you would have typically gotten the burrito, but I guarantee that bowl was delicious. Like so good. It was like literally like a Chipotle bowl, but out of a, out of a taco truck or something. It was so good. That was like, like, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just, it's crazy because like it, it has everything to do with your mindset because when you are in a mindset of like, you know, whether it's just trying to stay on track, whether it's trying to lose weight, whether it's um, trying to like fuel your body with foods that it needs versus foods that you just think you want versus a mindset of like, you just don't think about it and you just order whatever you want. Like it is so different because when you are in that mindset of just like not in diet mode and whatever, like the last thing I would want is a protein bowl. (laughs) yeah you know like I would want that California burrito with garlic fries I would want like sounds delicious (laughs) yeah but it's I mean it's hard and it's like you know like when you do get on track like it's still a struggle like forever like even if I were to drop 20 pounds you know in the next three months or whatever it's like I've I've done that before and it's still been a a struggle so um it's just like every little win matters um learning like little things like I'm learning to skip the whole order of fries like normally when I go to like in and out or a burger prep place I struggle to finish the fries anyways I'm like I'm so full for my burger and whatever drink I get and I'm like I just eat the fries to eat the fries and it's like things that I'm learning of like I can just steal some of Jordan's fries like versus yeah. like needing an entire order to myself and still feel like happy you know with what I have so Um, And then, yeah, I mentioned like how I, you know, I wasn't even on Weight Watchers as long as you were on it. And you've been through like a number of like different changes on Weight Watchers, but my big one was freestyle. And then when that changed, it was like basically still freestyle when it went to blue, um, the blue plan. But like, I am so trained that like, if you're on track, it means that you eat fish and turkey and chicken and eggs and plain Greek yogurt and like all of those things are really, really good for you. Like they are, 
but like, it's just so weird how I'm like finding myself like Googling like a turkey chili recipe or something. And it's like, I don't have to make you can have like, regular chili with beef. Yes, like <laughs> I, I'm not tracking points. Like I, I can, you know, there's protein in beef. That it was might be my, heavier in fat, but that was my favorite thing when I started calorie counting is I was like, I don't have to like switch out everything for chicken or turkey. Like I can have pork or beef or whatever, like once in a while, like in the form that it was meant to be. I don't have to find that lighter version always because it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. <laughs> exactly. Which is so weird when you're so trained one way, you know? Yeah. So I'm struggling with that because I know like Jordan likes chicken, but not, not as much as I've learned to like chicken from all my diets that I've done, you know? <laughs> so it's like for me to find a chicken based recipe for like freaking everything when he's a, like a meat guy and wants some ground beef or pork or whatever like he wants pork bacon not turkey bacon you know it's like (laughs) like getting myself to understand like it's not all bad like kind of like Weight Watchers taught us to and I understand what they were doing like they were they were teaching us what like the leaner proteins and meats and stuff were but it also taught us that everything else is bad yeah (laughs) you know so um just practicing with that is then your coach is she encouraging you to like, what is her weigh-ins with, does she want you to weigh in every week, every day, not weigh in right now? What is the weigh-in situation? So I, I only have to upload my weight um every, oh, I do it every week. I was trying to think. So measurements, I only do once a month, but yes, the weight I do every week in my weekly um like update thing that I send her. Um, So I've been probably weighing in like twice a week, just because I'm curious. I'm like, did really good today. And I worked out. Like, yeah. I'm just like curious if I lost 35 pounds last night. So I just want to see in the morning. <laughs> um, so now I'm down 1.8, which is still exciting. Yeah, um, especially is that after Saturday? This is after Saturday, yeah. too. So yeah, I feel good. I feel mentally better, physically better. And the mentally better, it's just, it's more so like, I don't feel like I'm struggling, like, getting like just doing it like where with calorie counting I really liked calorie counting it was so simple but I was struggling just to do it even yeah um we're like I'm not feeling like that right now so that's where I say mentally better like I think that's where I'm coming from and then physically better I just really do feel better I like starting this week was like okay I don't take breaks at work ever uh-huh. like it's sometimes because it's busy and sometimes just because I'm lazy and I'm like ah whatever just um, easier but, to just keep working <laughs> yes and so this week I told myself I'm like you're gonna take your two breaks so you're gonna go walk for 15 minutes uh, you know I work on a college campus real there's a lot of places to walk and it's pretty so I go I go 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the afternoon and I'm like between those two 15 minute walks I got a mile and a half of walking in that That's I like amazing. never would have gotten and yeah. haven't been getting. Um, so the only mistake I made was I was wearing sandals to work this week. And so I just packed tennis shoes and socks today because my feet are like developing blisters right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like little, little things. Like I'm like trying like overall to be like, okay, this isn't just losing weight. This is like the big picture of like being healthy and being active and 
everything that comes into that. So uh, like, I'm trying to like approach everything just from that kind of mentality versus just like, okay, by the end of the year, if I'm down 50 pounds, then I'm good. Like it's, it's like more than that to me right now, although I'd love to be down 50 pounds in like four sizes, that would be great. But yeah, um, I think the other stuff will most likely will be coming first. So that is for once, not a bad thing to me. I'm proud of you. You're already like halfway through this first month of the holiday season, the first of three months. So I think you're building like really good momentum and I'm so proud of you. Thank you, friend. Um, With that, anything we need to hear this week? You do need to hear something. And that is, instead of reacting reacting to every thought, try letting it go. Your reaction is what keeps negative thoughts alive. And what's funny about this is I literally just posted an Instagram <laughs> reacting to something. <laughs> and you did not let it go. <laughs> I did not let it go. So wait, that, okay, in my defense, that Instagram reel was just like my like humor coming out of like, just taking a situation and making light of it, right? Yes. Um, But this to me, like with my overthinking and with my like anxious thoughts I get and stuff, like I do have the tendency to just react to everything and like have a hard time letting things go and keeping those negative thoughts alive. Um, So that's why I really like this quote. I've seen this quote multiple times. I actually have say I was going through my saved quotes in Instagram uh-huh. trying to find one for today and I'm like I have this quote saved like three times like from different pages how funny so I love it I think it's a good little motto for anybody that you know is an overthinker or has anxious thoughts or just in general that instead oh of reacting every day of to my every life. one of those thoughts try letting it go your reaction is what keeps negative thoughts alive oh okay <laughs> Laura hit it Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is, so I like protein shakes, but like not enough to want to have them for every single meal, like every single breakfast or something. Um, But I used to drink these protein shakes a lot during my Weight Watchers journey and then fell off a little bit. And now have been drinking them again, just because there's like 20 grams of protein in them. And I'm like, oh, that's very helpful. So yeah. <laughs> um, they are the iconic protein chocolate truffle protein shakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're delicious. They are my favorite. I don't like vanilla protein shakes. There's like ch- no. chalkiness to them and I don't just no. Um, but out of any of the protein shakes in chocolate that I've tried, this is by far the best. I don't know if you've tried this one. Um, I did. I got a sample and I think it was of that flavor. They like mailed me a sample of it like a few months back. And that was the first I tried of it because I'm a big fan of the um, just the premier protein. Those yes. are the only protein shakes I personally have ever liked because I'm the I do not like protein shakes. They like you said, they have that chalkiness like there's just that aftertaste. I just it. I would try them year after year and protein, the premier protein is the only one I ever liked. And that one was pretty good. The iconic, I didn't mind it. It was good. I love it. Um, I had actually, I actually got a box somewhat recently. It was a while back and I had Jordan try a couple of the flavors and he's like obsessed with the chocolate truffle too. 
Um, so it's just a really easy way to get in 20 grams of protein. Yeah. Like when you start to track your macros, you understand how hard it is to get 20 grams. 20 grams is a lot of protein in like mm-hmm. one thing that you're consuming. So you start to learn like how it's not that easy unless you're eating like a shit ton of chicken or shit, you know, whatever. So it's just an easy way to like on the go have 20 grams of protein. There's no added sugar, zero grams of sugar. Um, I checked their website cause I'm like, where do they sell it now? Anytime I've gotten it, I've gotten it on Amazon, which is nice. Cause then they just send it directly to your house. Yeah. Um, but they also sell it at Sprouts, Whole Foods, Walmart, um, or you can buy it directly from their website. And I forgot from back in the day, I actually have a code. So if you did want to buy it directly from their website, if you plug in the code stuff, um, it'll save you. I don't know how much it'll save you, but it'll save you money. Oh. Um, so that's my little influencer. Spiel in the flavor of the week. <laughs> what All is right. your flavor of the week? So mine is a cleaning product this week. I saw an influencer on Instagram with it and I cannot remember for the life of me who it was. And it was one of those things where I just like was buying some cleaning products and I like saw it and it like registered in my mind that I saw this somewhere and somebody had talked about it. So I bought it because I'm influenced (laughs) and it's called Mr. Clean's Clean Freak Deep Cleaning Mist Multi-Surface Spray. Um, I got it from Target. It was like five bucks. I got it in the lemon zest scent. I think that was the only scent they had there. And maybe they, it's in other scents too. I'm not sure. Um, But I'm like a big fan of just a good multi-surface spray. Like when you're just like going around cleaning the house, like you can use it anywhere. And this is like good on like tile, your kitchens, toilets, bathroom counters, even your stainless steel, like just about everything. I love the way it sprays. It's the same type of spray and bottle as you know, the Dawn power wash. Yes. It's like that same style bottle. Um, and I just really like it. I mean, it seems to, I don't ever have these like ginormous, like disgusting messes. So it's like hard to say like how amazing it would work on like the hardest of (laughs) grime and grease, but, um, on my everyday average cleaning, I love it. It smells good. And I'm I'm a fan, so thought I would share Mr. Clean's Clean Freak Deep Cleaning Mist Multi Surface Spray. That is a mouthful. Ooh, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, with that, let's get on to our guest, Sammy from the Real Slim Sammy. Woo! We are super excited to have a guest today, Sammy from The Real Slim Sammy. That's two M's, two I's. Is that how you tell people your Instagram? It is actually. Yeah, I'm always like Real Slim Sammy, two M's and two I's. Yes, actually it is. We're really excited. Um, I found Sammy basically on Instagram just within the last like probably couple of months when I first started um, researching, wanting to possibly get weight loss surgery again. I was researching doctors. I stumbled upon um, a doctor that I'm potentially going to do my surgery with if I go through with it. And I think you had either done some reels with him or a takeover. I don't remember what I saw initially, but then I started following you and we kind of started chatting right off the bat because I started just asking you questions and stuff and you've been like amazing. So I was like, okay, I want to have you on the podcast. So I'm so (laughs) glad you're here with us today. Yeah, I am too. Um, actually FYI, I was in the operating room with Dr. Russo. 
Oh, oh my we're gosh. Kitchen. Yes. And it was the coolest thing ever. The first, the first time we didn't even know we were going to be like scrubbed in. So we were like, oh, this is so cool. We walked in, he was doing a full on tummy tuck. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't think I was expecting that. Oh my god! Like, oh, I, I thought we were—I thought we were sugarcoating this takeover, not like you're going like, in. For no, surgery. you heard me wrong. I'm an influencer. He's like, yeah, you're. I was like, I um didn't really go to college. Yeah. <laughs> when I said I was a content creator, I didn't mean like this. And yeah. No, no, this, they were like, don't touch the blue, and I was like, oh, okay. I was. Oh, that was that was nerve wracking. So yes, Dr. Russo down in well he's kind of all over the place but I'm pretty sure that's how you found me and he's a great surgeon a great guy I'm I love hearing that because he I felt like I've kind of shared this on the podcast as it was I was kind of researching doctors and just playing around you know when you're on Instagram and you deep dive and you just start like looking at all the doctors and all these people's accounts and who they used and stuff and I was doing that while also yelping people and I was like kind of making a list and like every time I kept going back to him and he was like kind of the top of my list. I was like, I've honestly read like nothing bad about him out there. And I was like, okay, like, cause it's scary. Like you read some of these uh, surgeons yeah. Yelps and I'm just like, oh no, this is not gonna, this is terrifying. Yes. So I was like, I am like, Jeff, he's very like skeptical about me doing any. And he like, he has this whole vision that I'm like going to end up going to somebody like in an alley or something. Like, Jeff, no, I'm doing somebody <laughs> through my insurance. Like he think he likes thinks like 2020 episode and not like Laura like, is definitely someone that will do her research. Yes. I mean, you should have seen her research the suitcase she just bought. Like <laughs> <laughs> it is all the research. That's serious. Exactly. So if I'm gonna get a surgery, I'm gonna be serious about it. So then when I had um first talked to my insurance, they gave me the top three surgeons closest to me that mm-hmm. they recommended that would be approved in my network. And he was on in those top three. And I was like, I feel like that's a sign. Like, You're so I think yeah. that's, if I end up going through with this, I think that's who I potentially will go with. And, um, I think I'm going to get a lot of my questions answered today from you, but <laughs> yeah, um, please do hit me with them. I mean, yeah, for those of you who don't know Sammy, I mean, she's a mom, realtor, content creator. She co-hosts her own podcast. Um, It's called the BSGT with um, Brie. What's Brie's Instagram? Uh, The Brie SG. The Brie SG, that's right. So, I mean, you're all over the place. Like what, how long have you had your Instagram? Did you start it after you got the surgery? Like when did you, how did you even like get started with Instagram? Oh, um, that was my personal Instagram that I've had since, uh, when did Instagram come up? 2015, maybe? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. So I was, uh, my whole, so kind of like my backstory is I had VSG in 2018. I got really sick afterwards. Um, I didn't have the support of a surgeon, which is why I'm so like, get like be BFFs with your surgeon. Like that's the most important rule for me. So for me, I posted a before and after picture to let people know that I was alive and like, let my friends and family know that they, that I was okay. Yeah. So my Instagram was never intended to a lot of these weight loss influencers intend for their pages to, you know, blow up and get big and, you know, become a weight loss influencer. But that wasn't even a thing back when I started Um, It was just barely growing. So I decided to do a hashtag VSG and see what the heck might be out there. 
And I clicked on the, the hashtag and I was like, oh my gosh, there's people like that have had the surgery. And I just, I went crazy and I was like, wow, this is, this is so cool. And there wasn't that many, but once I started posting the hashtag, I started getting followers and I was like, where are you guys coming from? Like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> and then it just kind of like blew up from there and it's grown to this and it's wild. I never would have imagined it. It's probably the coolest thing I couldn't say besides like being a mom that I've done. I'm like, this is so awesome. Like I get messages on the daily from people. I'm like, oh, this is my why, like, this is why I post this is why I do it. You know? So I love that. That's what Stephanie and I always say. It's like yes. the only thing that keeps us like still posting and like, cause we get like drained yep. doing our accounts and stuff, but it's like, yeah. it truly like when you get those messages, you're like, Oh, this is why I'm doing it. Like these Absolutely. people motivate me. I'm clearly motivating other people. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it can be a tricky place, but can also be a really special place. So absolutely. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Like what you said, Yeah, <laughs> sometimes more tricky. I'm like, Oh, gosh. I know we were just talking about trolls before we started recording and yeah. they can be brutal too, there. but, <laughs> but so uh, thankfully the good way always the bad, I think most of the yes. time, because if it didn't, 100%. I'd be, I'd be long gone. <laughs> I'd be out. But um, (laughs) before we get too much into the weight loss, like part of things. So when Steph and I started this podcast, one of the like big topics that we would talk about, um, because Steph and I have both gone through divorce, we've both gone through like the online online dating, getting into our relationships that we're currently in. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know you've had like so much stuff going on in this last year. And one of those is you got recently married. Um, but I want to know how you met your husband and how long you guys have been together. I want a little bit of that scoop. Cause I don't know any of that about you. Okay. That's, that's some good tea. So I <laughs> love it. <laughs> so I was, um, I was dating after I had my weight loss surgery. I gave myself a good break. Um, I, lost a lot of hair. Um, I was like super insecure with my loose skin. And I was just like, I need something to like, just get me out there and like, feel better about myself. So because I lost so much hair, I literally went out and bought myself a wig in LA Mm -hmm. and she was cute. She was short. And the second I put her on, I was like, Oh my God, it was like this like newfound confidence. So I was like, I'm going to post some selfies on Tinder and Bumble real quick. So I did, (laughs) I was going out all the time. Um, and dating was just exhausting as I'm sure you guys know. Was dating in a wig scary? Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, don't touch my hair. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like the, I would have so much anxiety with that. (laughs) Oh, I was so nervous, but you knew you looked good. Yeah. But I was just like, don't touch me. And like, fine. (laughs) but like, not only like was I nervous about the wig, but I was also nervous because I would wear like, um, oh gosh, not like Spanx kind of like underneath to like, kind of just suck in the loose skin. So I would be like, don't unzip me. Don't (laughs) touch, don't touch here. Don't touch it. Like, just like, (laughs) just look at me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Look how cute I am. Exactly. (laughs) So that part was like, so mentally draining. And of course guys and dating and stuff. That's 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 a whole other, that's yeah. Dating episode draining in itself. Exactly. So after a couple of dates and dating, I was just like, I'm, I'm kind of done. Honestly, I'm kind of bored. Like I want to get my skin removal surgery. I want to grow some hair. I just want to like 
focus on me. So I deleted everything. Then about a couple of weeks after I decided to do that, I got a Facebook notification. It was like, try Facebook dating. And I was like, oh man, what is this? And I was like, it's going to show me all the people on my Facebook that are single. And I was like, that's fun. So I went on there and I just like clicked all the way through and I was like, sure, that's a great picture. And like Facebook chose everything for me. Mm-hmm. And so I did a quick little bio and I was like, I, I forgot what I said. Like, I'm a mom. And I just wanted to like put it all out there. Cause I was like, well, what's, yeah. what's the worst, you know? So left it alone. A couple days later, it was like, so-and-so likes you. So-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And I was like, well, this is different than any other dating app. Cause it tells you who likes you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm a lazy swiper. I, <laughs> yes. I know that life <laughs> swiping. So I was like, oh, well, any app that's going to tell me who likes me. And I just get to go through my likes to ching sign me up. <laughs> so I went through there and Brock, my now husband was one of my matches. And I was like, oh, he's cute. And right away he messaged me and he was like, Hey, I'm Brock. And I was like, hi. Yeah. And like, he immediately like wanted to make plans and he was making an effort and he wanted my phone number. And he was just like, list, this is it. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, cause I don't want to make effort anymore. I'm tired. Right. I'm exhausted. All the texting you know? BS and stuff. It can get really like old, just sending endless Which messages. Color? Like if yeah. another guy were to ask me that, I would just never, never, <laughs> <made again. laughs> never. So, um, he made like plans to go out. We made, we went to a dive bar and I, he's, and he'll still give me crap to this day, but he said, I want to take you out to dinner. And I was like, how about we get drinks to keep it casual? Because now with me, I'm not going to go eat a whole ass dinner. You guys like, yeah, I'm, I eat this much. Well, especially back then, I'm like, let's just go have a drink, a drink for me, liquid, good to go. And so he's still teases me like, Oh, drinks to keep it casual. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm not going to like eat in front of you. Like my three bites. And then you're going to be like, Oh, that was a waste. Cool, Glad I bought her dinner. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, like a whole dinner. I already made that mistake with people in the past. I was like, I'm not doing that again. Like drinks. Good. So we went out to a dive bar and we were the youngest people there. We had the best time ever. My cheeks hurt from laughing so hard. Aww, I walked I away that. thinking, I was like, Oh, I like him. I'm like, I don't want to like him. I've seen this story before and I'm like, I yeah. want to focus on myself. It's been two weeks. You know, <laughs> I deleted the stuff. So fast forward, I deleted the Facebook dating. So did he. And we've just been together ever since. And we've, that was almost three years ago. And we just recently got married and found out that I'm pregnant. So like a huge congratulations so Thank happy you. for you yeah. I know it was yeah. like it happened fast <laughs> I feel not- like I've gotten caught up to speed on your life because I also just started following you so Laura uh-huh. was the one that found you and she's like like I was asking her all these questions about the weight loss surgery stuff and she's like mm-hmm. you have to follow her um it was you and your and Brie and uh-huh. so I started following you both and I'm like Oh my God. I feel like you got married. You're pregnant. You're like yeah. renovating a house or something. You're like, yes. Like, I feel like so much has happened in such a short amount of time of following I'm exhausted. you. <laughs> well, that, I know I was like, okay, I followed this girl twice and she's done like her whole life story in these two months. I know yeah. all I know. while being a mother already. Yes. And, um, and then for your like day job, quote unquote, you're a realtor, right? 
I'm a realtor and I work in my office as their social media um, content creator. Oh, okay. Awesome. Like part-time, just something to have fun with. But yeah, I'm, yeah, you've just had like so much going on, but congratulations (laughs) on getting married and now you're going to have another baby girl. Baby. I know I'm nervous. When are you due? February 12th. Oh my goodness. You might have a Valentine's day baby. I know my husband's birthday is February 13th. So I'm like, Oh, you never know. It's going to be, it's going to be an expensive month. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, congratulations. And then I also saw like a gorgeous, is that the house that you just posted and you renovated the kitchen and a couple of the rooms, was that your house? Or do you also do like, okay, that was gorgeous. Thank you. Great job. Thanks. Yes. That's my passion project is, um, my husband and I bought a home last year actually, and it was a total flip. And we did everything from A to Z on that house. And I was like, this is so much fun. It was just more something like, I was like, well, I wonder if I could, you know, plan this whole thing. And my husband works in football. So it was during football season. Oh, and man. So it was a majority of just like me just texting him and be like, do you like this tile? What about this flooring? Like, it <laughs> yeah. was like all of that. So I played contractor and we had so much fun. And then we decided we're like, let's what if we put this up for sale and we made a great profit and then we bought this one and I was like can we do a little something here and there and so yeah sure enough we did but it's so much fun yeah you really are a fun follow because I mean obviously your you know most of your followers probably are there for anything weight loss surgery or plastic surgery related but you also have the mom thing going on you do the home renovate like you are a fun follow. You got a lot oh, going well, on, thanks. girl. <laughs> and here I am. We bought our fixer upper in 2020 and we still haven't touched the inside of our house. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. You have a great rate, I'm sure. Oh my. Yeah. Well, that's the only rate. So it was like, we've gone back because mm-hmm. we've done the entire outside and that ended up being a lot more money. That's why we haven't done the inside yet. So it was ended up being a bigger project and we ended up doing more than we had planned on. And, um, and we were like, oh, well, maybe like, do we want to try to sell this? Cause we would like make a good profit on it as well. And then like get something else that maybe the inside's already done. And then we don't have to think about it. And then, right. but the rates now can't even, we'd, we'd miss out I'm on that. No, 7%. I know we were like, Crazy. we couldn't even afford our house. We bought only two years ago. Now, how do we bought it now? <laughs> I know it's very sad. Crazy. I know. It's very sad. But um, anyways, let's get in to um, a little bit of the weight loss talk before we get into the surgery. I'm curious, um, like what was, was weight something that you've always battled? Was it something that became more of an issue as you got older? Like what is kind of your history with weight gain, weight loss, that kind of thing? Um, I have been overweight probably since I was the age of well, like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I turned to food at a very young age for coping with all of my family drama and all of that good stuff. Um, it definitely escalated after I had my daughter, I was 19 when I had her. Mm -hmm. Um, and after that it was like single mom flight or flight mode constantly. And just a constant, like, how do I, I guess I could say like, just poor and like, just fearful of how am I going to make it, you know? Yeah. 
So I definitely turned to food to just cope with everything. And so I was, you know, just big my entire life. And then in 2018, I finally pulled the trigger and I was like, okay, I am going to have weight loss surgery. Cause I wanted it since 2008. My mom had it in 2002. I kind of grew up knowing about bariatric surgery, but I was always so scared. And that's what I think it's changed so much too, since then. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She was cut from, you know, vertically or whatever. Uh Um, and now they do it laparoscopically, but so I was just always so scared. And you always hear that with people that have had the bariatric surgery is, Oh, I put it off. I put it off, but it, I wish I would have done it sooner. Mm-hmm. And I still stand by that statement. I everybody tells me. It. Yep. It's just, it's always like our go-to answer because it's so true. I mean, I really wish that I would have, my life probably would have been so different. So I don't wish, but sometimes I do wish that back in 2008, I would have actually been brave enough to do so, but I just didn't. So 2018, I had it through Kaiser. Um, I had a horrible, horrible experience with that. And, but I mean, I ended up losing over 200 pounds and kept the weight off until now. Cause I'm pregnant, but yeah. <laughs> other than that, I did great. <laughs> I'll get into some of those issues and stuff here in a little bit, but like, so did, um, were you like, a cereal dieter before that, or was it just kind of like, Oh, I want to get surgery. Oh, I want to get surgery. And you just kept kind of putting it off. And then, or were you somebody who like kind of was trying anything and everything like so many of us I know do? Yeah. Um, I, I would always like to say that I was dieting since I was 12. Mm-hmm. And so I just never really stuck to anything. And so that was just oh, like, you know, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, it would just be like, oh, you lose 15 pounds, 20 pounds, like all of these. And then you just go right back into your habits. I mean, yeah. that's, that was my life cycle since, like I said, the age of 12 until I was 28 and actually had the surgery. Yeah. I mean, for me, that was my biggest success I've seen was 2017 through into 18. I had lost a um, hundred pounds with Weight Watchers. Nice. And then now I've gained, like, like you said, like you get out of those habits, you stop doing it. And I've gained tons of that back. Um, and that's why I'm kind of looking to try something else. I've gone through the weight loss surgery process a couple of times prior. Um, Mm -hmm. and I've just like never finished going through with it. Um, so I'm really, this is the most serious I've taken it in a sense, like in how much research I've done and how much I've actually talking about it with other people. Like it was often just like something I kind of like had kept to myself or with my ex-husband or my mom, Um, so this is definitely kind of the most I've really put it out there. So that's exciting though. But, um, what surgery did you have and, um, what made you decide on that option specifically? So I had the gastric sleeve and like I said, my mom had gastric bypass in Mm -hmm. 2002 And for some reason that one just scared me. I was like, I don't really want them like rearranging my organs. The sleeve sounded nice, simple, like cut off portion. They leave you with what you originally had good to go. Mm -hmm. So my doctor was like, uh, you'll probably only like lose about a hundred pounds, but if you only lose a hundred pounds and you can't lose anymore, we can convert you to bypass. 
So unfortunately that sounds like super unhealthy and it probably was, but to have like the back of my mind, okay, if this fails and I only lose a hundred and I can't lose any more, at least I have some sort of backup and I can get the bypass and lose more. Mm-hmm. So that's why it kind of started off with the sleeve. So, and you didn't end up doing the gastric as well, correct? No. Okay. okay. Just had the sleeve. So you've been, and you said you've lost a total of 200, right? Yes. Which is amazing. That is amazing. Um, and that's what I've, I've seen such mixed reviews and that's why I will be curious. Like when I actually do get to meet with a surgeon and talk with them and see what they suggest, um, Mm -hmm. is like why they suggest specific ones for specific people. It seemed like the sleeve was more for those that didn't have as much where people who had substantial amounts of weight, they leaned more towards the gastric bypass. So in my mind, I figured that would be kind of immediately what they would suggest for me because I have so much to lose, but, um, so I always am like, it's interesting hearing what everybody's like. I know I have so many friends that have the sleeve. Like my one friend Dalton, he had the sleeve and he lost 300 pounds. Wow. So just really, I, I don't know. I guess it just depends on what the doctor like has to say. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was just always like, I went in with the sleeve. He, he even recommended bypass. And I said, no, like right like away. You knew exactly what you wanted yeah. going into it. Yeah. I, and even my mom was like bypass bypass. Cause like, that's what she had. And she knew that people lose more with the bypass. And I was like, no, listen, I can convert later if that's the case, but I really want to give this a shot. It's a tool. Let's see if my tool works. And yeah, it sure did. Good that's for you. Awesome. Thanks. Um, what did recovery look like for you? How was going back to work? Like kind of going back to your day-to-day life? How was that for you? Oh, okay. I'm going to try to keep this as short as possible because this is a a whole episode in itself, but I um, did not have, like I said, Instagram for bariatric surgery, and I didn't have a community behind me. I had a small group of people that went to the Kaiser, um, like classes with me Mm -hmm. and pretty much like a Facebook group is what I had. And you'll know why I'm so against those. Um, I, oh, and my doctor retired like about a month after I had my surgery. So I didn't have a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't have a good relationship with him. So basically I was a chicken about putting anything in my body. Water hurt me. Um, chicken broth was disgusting. A protein drink. I could have just died anything. I was like, I don't want it. Just get it away from me. And so by doing that, I caused myself in such a, like I dehydrated the absolute crap out of myself and I ended up with a kidney stone. And so went to the doctor, but I passed the kidney stone within like an hour, went to the doctor the next day. And I said, I'm pretty sure I just had a kidney stone. Now I've never had one before, but it passed in an hour and like, it was really painful. My back, blah, blah, shows you didn't have a kidney stone. And this was like my PCP at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure I did, but all right, cool. So a couple of days passed. Oh, I love when they don't listen to you. I know, sorry, <laughs> my you life. sorry, my life. But so a couple of days went by, still wasn't getting my water in, was barely touching any protein drink. I mean, like the closest thing I could get was going to Starbucks and getting a decaf espresso and then putting like a protein drink in that. And I would probably drink half of that. And so just really not, and that would be my entire day. 
So wow. I woke up in the middle of the night. It was like 1.30 and I was like, oh no, oh no, no, no. This is another one. And I lived with my parents at the time. And so I gave it about an hour because I was like, well, I passed the other one in an hour. I'll should, this one mm-hmm. should be just as fine. Gave it an hour and I was like, okay, this one hurts way more than the other one. And I was like, I'm for sure that this is what this is. So I went into my mom's room and I was like, mom, I think I have a kidney stone. And she was like, again, another one. I said, I'm pretty sure I do. I was pacing the house for like an hour. I was like bent over in pain. Then I looked at her and I was about mm, a month and a half. So like six weeks post-op, I looked at her and I said, I think I have to throw up. And she was like, you do? And I said, can I even throw up? Like I was so nervous to yeah. even, cause I'm like, I don't know what's going on in here. Yeah. And she was, I, I think, and I was like, well, too late. And I went to the restroom. Obviously I wasn't throwing up anything because of, I wasn't eating anything. Yes. So she was like, we need to go to the hospital. This is bad. Like three hours later went to the hospital. They didn't even give me a bag of IV fluids. They said, go home, drink some water. You'll pass it. So I was like, okay, sounds great. Went home. They gave me some pills. Um, and not even like kidney stone pills, just like pain pills and went home, tried to go to sleep, woke up, still had it. Four days later, I went back to the ER and I said, I still have this thing. I can't drink any liquids. Like, can you please help me? They basically were like, no, we can't do anything for you. Um, sorry. And at this point I'm still throwing up constantly and like probably 20 times a day at this point. Oh my God. Could not handle anything in my system. Went back on the seventh day of this kidney stone because it was still in me making me throw up. Um, they again, did nothing for me so that they could like go inside and like take it out that way. And that didn't have the option of like blasting it out, yada, yada, yada. Like I said, this is long. So I ended up still, um, throwing up about nine days after I had the kidney stone and it finally passed. So I wasn't having the pain, but I was still vomiting constantly. Wow. And at this point I was vomiting like 40 times a day. It was just constant. Um, and again, nothing because I wasn't ingesting anything, but barely like sips of water. Um, fast forward about mm, five weeks of nonstop vomiting and doctors not knowing what's going on with me and doctor visits. Um, my legs started going numb from my waist down. And I could barely walk. Um, I noticed it when I was in the shower, I was like, I should probably shave. It's been like three weeks. So I shaved my legs and I was like, I can't feel that. And so then it started getting to my feet and I could, I was walking like a baby deer or like a grandma. Um, and I was just so ill. I barely, honestly, I barely remember this time of my life, which is probably good. Like, I don't even know where I slept. I like always ask my mom, like, where was I sleeping? And she's like, I don't really remember like PTSD. (laughs) She blocked it out too. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I always had like my, like vomit bags or like my red cup with me. I would go to the restroom 24 like times, you know, during the day up all night. It was just awful. 
Um, I, my mom was at a listing appointment because she's a realtor too. And I texted her and I said, I give up. And I said, I surrender. And she goes, excuse me. She called me and I said, I give up. I don't want to live like this anymore. And she's like, I'm coming home right now. She drove home and she goes, get in my car. We're going to the hospital. I was like, okay. So get in the car, go to the hospital. They're like, sorry, we can't do anything for you. She goes, yeah, well, we have a medical advocate and she needs to be seen. And they immediately were like, hmm, uh, oh, one second. So they admitted me after doing CAT scans and ultrasounds and just everything under the sun. They finally admitted me saying that they saw slight bubbles in my stomach, which as a bariatric patient, that mainly means that you have a leak. And so they're like, all right, she might have a leak. Like, let's, you know, let's do a endoscopy or whatever the thing called Mm -hmm. um, tomorrow and we'll check out everything. So they looked at everything under the sun could not find anything. I was in there for about four days. I was not even, um, peen because of like how much liquid they were putting in me. I still couldn't even go to the bathroom because I was so dehydrated. Oh my God. So they actually said, we're going to discharge you because we can't find anything. And so they started taking out the IVs. We finally got a hold of the PA down at my surgeon's office down in like LA. And he goes, Oh, you're in the hospital. I said, Yeah. Like, dude, I've been trying to get a hold of you for months now at this point. And he said, Well, what's going on? Well, my, you know, I'm numb. I can't walk. I felt it in my chin at the hospital. Like my chin started getting numb. My hands started getting numb. Fast forward, they had me take one more blood test and they found out that my B1 vitamin was like severely low. How is that not something that is easily could have been found by like, I, why is that not like the first thing they look for? I don't know. They look for potassium. I don't think it's in their, like, now I'm not a nurse or doctor or anything, but I don't think it's in their list of, you know, normal labs that they pull. So they that just wasn't in there. So the bariatric, you know, center down in LA at the Kaiser program, um, that was in their list because it's a, you know, a vitamin deficiency called beriberi. And that is super common. Oh, not super common. Jeez. Don't, don't get scared. Um, <laughs> I'm like, like <laughs> not common at all. <laughs> but, but some people can get beriberi, which is a thiamine deficiency. Um, and it's mainly found in like alcoholics and homeless people in like third world country, because they're just not getting enough water and nutrients in their system. So that was my situation. And it causes you to, you can go blind. You can have heart problems you can eventually pass away from it. There's just so many things that could have gone way worse. Yeah. Um, memory issues. So I went in and I told him, or he told me, he's like, you want to know what you have? And I was like, oh my gosh, I have something. And he's like, it's a cute little name called Barry Barry. And he's like, and I've actually dealt with this with a patient before. And she like had her like, oh gosh, I forgot what she was, but she had a degree and she was like, very like successful. She ended up having very, very lost all of her memory of her job. And she now oh works God. at like Home Depot as a clerk, like oh just my God. everything. Oh my God. That's horrible. Awful. So that scared me so bad. So I, just as I sit get... here like terrified now. I know. <laughs> See, 
that's why that's why I hate telling like the story but it's so important because like I just didn't have that community behind me well it's just something good to know absolutely um because I had actually never heard of Barry Barry until I saw you mention it in your stories I want to say a couple of weeks ago and I still didn't really know anything about it until right now but um I think that's that's a really so how what was that like start to finish like timeline of how long you were going through that before you found that out it was about uh, almost two months that I was just constantly going in and out of doctors with no um information and so the dumb thing is like looking back you know you always go through these situations you look back you're like why did I not do that you know why did I not go down to South Bay Kaiser and the bariatric ser- section and say, what's going on? Um, I don't know, but I did call my doctor. And like I said, he retired. So I just mm. couldn't really get a hold of anybody there. And so I was so frustrated. And like I said, looking back, I really wish that I would have reached out to them. And that's why I'm such an advocate for having a good relationship with your surgeon because I would now, if I was doing this all over again, I want to be on a texting basis with that mm-hmm. person. I want yeah. to make sure that we are friends. We are homies. I can text you at any time and be like, Hey, something feels very strange. And moving forward, that's how I was with all my plastic surgeons with my tummy tucks and like, you know, all of that stuff. I was like, I want to text you at any given time on a Sunday at three o'clock. Sorry. But like you did this to me and like I want to know that we're friends now so (laughs) so smart that's great advice well you know you got to go through it to like actually learn stuff so no but that's oh that's a really good lesson I think Um, how scary that's and then to go through that for two months I mean I feel like two days of going through that would feel Uh, like eternity so I can't even imagine what two months must have felt like for you. And then, you know, yeah. to get it figured out and come out on the other side and then just have the life that you have now. It's like wild, 180. Wild, completely yeah. wild. What um going back to you saying, like, was you not being able to do the protein shakes and the chicken broth and all that stuff? Was that like just because of this, do you think? Or was that just like a taste aversion that you just were not like down with anything. Like, no, that was me being a picky little brat about anything. Okay. And like back then we had the premier protein and like GNC protein and like maybe like one other that were super popular that Mm -hmm. I knew of. Um, and so going back to the Facebook groups, I was a part of a Facebook group and I went on there and I said, can I have juice? Like, is that okay to have juice? Because the only thing that really sounded like decently okay was apple juice. And I got so many Karens on that post saying, you had weight loss surgery. Why would you have sugar? And I was like, okay, fine. I won't. <laughs> so like I didn't. And I'm like, you, you jerks. Like I could have had at least something, you know, cause like B1, like that's an, that's everywhere. That's in a tortilla. Like you can literally get it wherever. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm assuming it's an apple juice, but like, are you kidding me? Like, yes, you can have juice. Like, oh my God, I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. So that's why I I hate those Facebook groups. And I'm still in some of them to this day, just to see the wild amount of people. (laughs) I'm in plenty of groups like that between my city groups and orange to 
any other weight loss groups I've been a part of, like they're all, there's some hot mess ones out there. Oh yeah. Um, well, yeah. No, it's not just weight loss community. It's everybody. Oh no. It's, it's like Facebook. every group. Like that's Facebook, where they go. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I want to go back to beverages for a second because <laughs> I always say my number one fear of having weight loss when people are like, well, what's your reservation? And it's just basically failure. I've lost weight. I've gained it back before. Mm-hmm. I know that weight loss surgery isn't this miracle cure all. There's still a lot of work that you have to put into it. My yeah. fear is doing it and then failing. Mm-hmm. Number two, my biggest concern is beverages. I love diet Coke. I love champagne, coffee, alcohol, all of the things. Obviously I know these are things that I'm going to have to give up for some time. Some things I know some people give up forever. I know some things people introduce back into their lives. What has been your experience with beverages? I am a big beverage girl. I love, give me some coffee before pregnancy. Give me some, you know, drinks, cocktails. I love it all. Um, I just had a Dr. Pepper downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And, or like my biggest vice was, um, monster low carb energy. Mm -hmm. Yum. Before I got pregnant, like that was, I would have maybe one a day. People would have a heart attack knowing that I would do that. But I was like, it's so funny. I think I saw a reel that you did drinking a monster, like like, (laughs) something about, I should go ask my Facebook group if I can do this. Can you imagine people would roll over and die right then and there? <laughs> yeah, bubbles. People are freaked out about bubbles. People are freaked out about straws. There's, you're going to get a million different opinions on everything weight loss surgery. Like, well, my aunt couldn't drink, you know, And soda I'm sure ever. everybody has different experiences. So different. And maybe yeah. I will be an unlucky person who won't be able to have bubbles. <laughs> but I, I pray- really, I, Every day in the very God. beginning, in the very beginning, don't have bubbles. Do not yes. like they'll, they'll be, it'll be painful. But like I introduced probably, I think I had diet Coke. Yeah, Cause you're a big diet Coke guy. I had diet Coke, like probably six months after That's when I kind of about what I've heard. Yeah. Felt like everything kind of healed. My more. God. I've never given it up for more than a month. <laughs> I know. And how did you start? Like what, at what point were you like, Cause I'm sure your doctor says to give up those things for a while. Like, yeah. I'm sure that makes sense. But then at what point were you, did you just have a craving after six months and you're like, I'm just going to see how this goes or were you I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a great rule follower. Clearly, <laughs> clearly I was not drinking my protein and drinking my water. So I'm not a rule follower. So I was like, well, my mom does it like, sure. She's, you know, 18 years post-op at that point. But I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. And like, mm-hmm. I would just like try some things here and there. And if it hurt, I would stop. Like, that's just kind of where I'm at. Like, just, I would just listen to my body after going through all of that nonsense. I was like, listen, I've lived through a lot of crap the last six months. Maybe it's time for me to experiment here and there. So I would like diet Coke or like alcohol. I'm not gonna, Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't touch that for a while, but that's just because I didn't feel good for so long. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like going out to social events and things like that after surgery, um, until I got my cute little wig. And then, so <laughs> then I started drinking, um, and experimenting with that. And like, I handle alcohol pretty fine. Just like I said, just listen to your body. If it hurts, don't do it. 
Yeah. That's just my, that's my biggest advice. I'm sure that Dr. Russo would probably say the same thing, especially because him and a lot, him and I align a lot of, a lot of viewpoints with bariatric surgery. It's like, I mean, just listen to your own body. Your body will tell you, like, we all know we're women. We have that intuition. Like your body's going to tell you if something's wrong. So yeah. like, it, you, you'll know. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I mean, Laura and I, you know, the title of our podcast, Wine Over Matter, like we love our drinks. We love our mm-hmm. wine. We get, love craft breweries. We love our seltzers. And I'm like, I'm sure like to some extent, yes, eventually you can do it. But like you said, it's a listening to your body thing. And it's not even mental. I mean, a huge part of it, I'm sure is mental, but yeah. it's physically your body cannot drink the amount of seltzers in a pool day that you could oh, yeah. before, or it, it's oh, yeah. like physically You'll you be can't a do it even if you want that. to. That's what I always yes. tell Jeff. I'm going to be like, you're going to save so much money when I get surgery. <laughs> so much money. Oh yeah. Yeah. So That's much. funny. All right, you guys, we still have like 50 more minutes with Sammy. There's so much good stuff still to chat about. So we went ahead, split this into two episodes. We really hope you'll come back next week to hear Steph and I chat our latest updates as usual, including my trip to Cabo. And then we will get right into that second half with Sammy. But thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. Go leave some reviews. Follow us on Instagram at Wine Over Matter Pod. And as usual, we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers.